Well, zippity doo da everybody. I know that's from a very, very horrible racist Disney movie, but I just felt like bringing it back. I actually grew up hearing that song all the time, and it's messed up, but I didn't know that that song was terrible. Yeah, I looked that up, uh, zippity doo da and then watch the movie that is a part of that song, and you're going to go, holy shit, Disney. This was in theaters, and it was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Sons of bitches. <laughs> but it's like banned everywhere now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can find it. But um, I'm kind of tripping out. I needed to, to, I needed to say something to boot myself up. It's early in the morning, and as you can see or hear, I am again in the van. But um, recent events and tribulations and information popped up uh, that basically made me want to talk about this subject if you did not look at the title um, basically a video uh, I I love different forms of media you know I can you know I just did I, I'll, I'll read books with the best of them I'll watch some of the most classic of movies. Hell, I look at black and white movies to this day. Um, I, I love Marx Brothers. I, I just love the Marx Brothers. Helen, um, who, who doesn't, who can't look at Three Stooges and laugh? Seriously. But um, uh, if there's one thing that basically I've always had my foot in, something that ever since I was little has always been interesting and I've kept up to date with, it has been video games. I've been playing video games since I was like fucking six or five years old. Sega Genesis, Sonic 2. I've never beat it. <laughs> I'm not saying that I haven't tried after all these years and I still can't beat that game. It's just, as a child, I never beat that game. And then PlayStation came out. So I got to play PlayStation and then just, just Sonic was never, I never went back. Oh, but please believe, I'm an OG Sonic fan. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Sonic fan to my core. But, uh, that's not... And, and I, I, I saw the movie, but that's that's for a later. That's for a later thing. That's for a later thing. Uh, there's a truck next to me, and he's going by. I wonder if he has a piece of pie and eats it. Oh, trucker may eat it. No. Uh, but, yeah, um, in recent events and developments and stuff that's going on in the game industry, it has become a lot more fucked up. Uh, it's terrible exactly what position they have pushed the gaming industry in, but it has become one of the most ruthless and cutthroat industries that's out there. I remember a time when games used to come out, you know, uh, new hit games would come out monthly, and it would just be like just droves and droves of it. Back in the blockbuster days, you don't know what the fuck that is, then, you know, power to you. Uh, <laughs> but back in the Blockbuster days, I used to go up there all the time with my dad, and he would just get games for me to rip that I would uh, buy, that we would get and play and things like that, and I just, you know, retain that information. It would just go back and forth getting more and more games. And, and it's weird to me, considering the fact that now, you have the technology and the uh, into the, the, um, and the, the creative fortitude for more people to get into the game industry to just want to constantly pump out games. Hell, you can 
buy a program that'll basically have assets already in there. After you buy the program, then it's just free for you to use to just make any type of fucking game that you want. You know, that's no harm, no foul. That's what the Unreal Engine is. Um, you don't know what that is. Again, you're not on my level. Video game knowledge. <laughs> but um, uh, Unreal Unity. Uh, Unity is now an older program. More people are using different things, but Unity is still used with a lot of indie flash games or um, well, not flash games, but indie games. Uh, people like to use Unity. Um, it's relatively free, but um, it's just a simple fact that it's like there's now more tools for more people to make more games that are better accessible to everyone. And the thing is, is that the only games that you ever hear about are the fucking AAA titles. Every year there's a new Call of Duty. Um, there's always a Ghost Recon. And they always suck. There's always something made by Tom Clancy. There's always shooters. But the sad thing is, is that these are the games that are only... These are the only games that you see promoted. There's, there's literally thousands of games that come out each year. But the only games that we're that a lot of people actually know about are the ones that are part of AAA titles. Hell, E3 does a horrible example of trying to showcase brand new games. It's always just the big companies showing a bunch of shit that they want to shell out that costs up to $60 and then the motherfucker's not even finished. Like, how dumb was it when you first got your taste of a DLC? And it's like, when the fuck have you ever... And like... I, I'm from an era where basically if the game came out and it was shit, it was just shit. There were no patches. Thank God for patches because it does help out the game. You know, there's problems. A lot of stuff is going on. So many graphics and a lot of more refined detail. So now you actually get to update, fix, and add more stuff to your game and then make it a lot better for a person to get a hold of it. When they play it, they can enjoy it a lot more. It's like, yeah, that's cool. But now it's getting to the point where you're given a half-assed game that's not even finished. And they make you pay $60 for it. And then when you play it, it's like, oh, this is shit. And then you got to sit there and just understand the fact that, like, that's all you got. Like, you can't get your money back for it or nothing like that. And it's like, if they, if you try to get your money back, they make you jump through hoops with it and stuff like that. Because... They don't want to lose money on it. They just kind of let you know, like, no, patches will be coming up in about a year or something. Stupid shit like that. But it's now getting to the point where there's really no point in even playing video games anymore. I personally don't even... I At first, I used to just blindly buy video games. I would, I'd walk into GameStop. I'd walk into any store. Uh, uh, EB, uh, Electronic Boutique. You don't know nothing about that. Uh, Target, Walmart, uh, Best Buy, just walk into these stores blind, see a game, read the description, if it seems like something I would like, hey, I get it, pick it up, make no double mind. I got a bunch of PlayStation 2 games like that, some of them are shit, I have, a, I have the ability to pick gold that I've never heard before, there's a game I have, it's called Time Splitters, and it is incredibly funny never heard about it before, turns out it's a sequel, I don't even care, I, I just, I like that game, it, it's a nice little first person shooter um, on the Playstation 2, um, but the weird thing is, is that, you know, like I said, I was able to blindly go into games like that, now, you can't do that, 
you, you know, because you're not getting the game and then it's just, this is the game. This is what you paid for. This is what you're getting. You read the description. You've seen, you know, we gave you as much information as we could on the box. We put our heart and soul into this video game. Here you go. Now you can't do that. I always thought Fallout was something that I could possibly get into. I changed my mind. I do not want to play any Fallout. That Outer Worlds game that came out, a lot of people gave that good praise because it was made from Obsidian. I mean, Obsidian, the original creators of Fallout, and they were like, you know, now it's back to the roots of Fallout and stuff like that. But uh, looking into the game, it's a fairly short game. Um, a lot of the a, a lot of the gameplay and stuff like, and the mechanics and whatnot are from Fallout, and since it really has that high reminiscence of Fallout feel to it. I just looked at it as like, eh, I kind of don't really want to play that. Uh, it's like if I ever did get it, it would have to be at a cheaper price, but not at the current price that it's at now. Not saying it's a bad game, but basically now since the internet exists and it's such a widely used thing, hell, you're using the internet to listen to me now, it, uh, it affects a lot of, um, what you can do with media. Like, you can now look at trailers of movies online, so you don't have to either blindly go to a movie theater and just sit and watch a movie and just go, ah, I heard it was good. You heard from who? They They said it was good. Who are they? The people that I hear movies are good from. <laughs> there is nobody. I, I like watching movies, and I'm all alone. <laughs> but, but now it's like, I, I sit there and look at movie trailers, and like, I, I freaking go to the movie theater to see a movie and I get bored looking at all the trailers because I go, oh, I've seen this already. <laughs> but that's, that's my, that's my curse to bear. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's, it's fucked up that the gaming industry has become this. To, so, I mean, I haven't really gotten into what, it, what exactly is bad, but it, it's getting to the point where I look at a game and then I do information and research on the game and then I wait. I literally have no problem waiting. One, I'm no longer in a position to where, you know, really at school that's kind of really the main thing of like keeping up with the latest game. Like, yo, you you got this game, you got that game, and it's like, oh man, I gotta get this game. Like a bunch of your friends play this, so you play that. Like really that was one of the reasons why a lot of people purchased Madden and uh, 2K and stuff like that. It's like, hey, all of my friends play it. I need to play it to get good. That way, when we all play together, I don't just get my ass whooped. Uh, and it look like a loser. <laughs> so, and, uh, but, and my, my game of choice in sports was always Blitz. But, Madden had to be some bitches. And now we ain't got Blitz no more. Blitz was the shit. But, um, I digress. But it, it's, it's it's just sad that it's gotten to this point to where what exactly are the standards for which we hold video games? Now everybody wants everything to be free to play. A lot of games that um, a lot of people want sequels to are getting sequels, but they're going to be free to play. Why is that? Because Fortnite is a billion dollar game industry thing. Epic Games is not, like, they're never going to get rid of that. They're not going to let it die as, as long as that as long as it's still pushing out money, they're going to keep on beating. So, long until long until after that, that horse is dead. Just can't wait for the next video game craze to come and take over it. But, hey, it, right now it's Fortnite. And it, that, there's nothing 
it's never going away. Now, if you actually look into how the industry people are treating these um, free-to-play games, or I said free-to-play, wrong, wrong, wrong standpoint, not free-to-play, um, damn, what is it, uh, I'm about to say pay-to-win, <laughs> that's technically also what it's become, but I'll get into that later, but these uh, live service games, that's what they're called, uh, live service games are now the big thing that's just milking everybody for money. Uh, or money. Uh, money. Hell, they, uh, everyone, anyone know about Fallout 76? Fallout 76 is a live service game that they sold to people for $60 along with like a $200, $250 uh, fucking uh, pre-order that came with a bunch of shit that they didn't um, uphold their promises to. Uh, you're supposed to get some cola, a helmet. They had to recall the helmets because the fungus in them couldn't kill you. They had to, uh, the cola got redacted because the cases were all fucked up and no one liked it. And then it was just terrible. And apparently it was like it was rum and uh, it just was gross. Weird, goofy shit like that. They also promised everyone a, a, a bag made out of a certain material and they gave it to them in nylon and and it's like, yo, I paid this to get the bag. And then they was like, you got your bag. And it's like, that's not what you promised me. And that's illegal. And they have to go to court for that. <laughs> oh, man, hilarious. But uh, Fallout 76 is a live, is a, um, live service game. And uh, the thing is, is that that bitch is still making money. That game was riddled with bugs. It had problems. It had issues. Um, the Bethesda Studios didn't go in and fix any, um, or tried to fix anything or nothing like that. They just sold a shitty-ass game that were on servers that people were able to hack into. They didn't have no protection for their servers. A lot of people now are getting their equipment stolen. They were fucking emailing people who were cheating and getting the best equipment and gear in the game so they could trade it and sell it to other people. You know, uh, black market trading in, in video games. You, you know, like you do like they have, you know, like you heard of before, but they had people who were doing that with like alternate accounts and shit like that, and they were emailing those accounts going, hey, could you show us how you got all of the items, and then we'll give you back your game character uh, <laughs> since we found you cheating, but then those people would just make another game character and do the same shit, but yeah, they were emailing people asking them, yo, how did you cheat, because <laughs> they, they had no idea or no reason or uh, recall is to fix anything. The game came out a buggy mess. A lot of people couldn't do certain stuff. There's, um, look up a dude on YouTube called Internet Historian, and uh, he makes a thing. It's called The Fall of 76. Look at that video, and there's a lot of information on the uh, Fall of 76 debacle. Uh, very funny, very hilarious. Um, really entertaining, actually. Um, but uh, Fall of 76 is a live service game. You know what else is a live service game? Anthem! Anthem is made by BioWare. BioWare is something that was bought by EA, one of the big AAA gaming companies. EA has a, has a, a, a tendency to buy smaller companies that are doing fairly well, rip those, thing, rip those companies to shred, make them a shadow of their former self, and then push, make those companies push out games with half of their staff, a lot less money and like a quicker uh, release date and then when those games get released 
EA just points the finger at that company, says it's their fault. I thought we thought they were good. It turns out they're bad. And then EA keeps making fucking FIFA and Madden. That's it. That's all EA does. That's rinse and repeat what EA does. They bought Respawn, which is the people who made Titanfall, and they bought Bioware, who made some actually really good games. I'm just disappointed that I didn't find out about them until after the EA purchase. I love Mass Effect. I didn't know Mass Effect was so good. I played Mass Effect, and I was like, this is one of the best games I've ever played. I love Choices games. I love when you get to pick and choose how you want a story to transpire. And the only thing is with Mass Effect is that, yes, it was a huge dud, because after all the choices and decisions that you make at the end of the movie, I mean, I said movie, <laughs> at the end of the game, it does nothing. It, it does, it literally does nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't become anything. You got, like, basically three choices that you could choose from, and that, that was it. At the very end of the game, you get to pick three different things, and that's just how the game ends. The end. But it's like nothing, none of your uh, choices or anything that you did in the game to make long lasting effects and stuff like that really had any impact on the overall ending of the game, nor did it shape or mold the ending of the game. It kind of really fucked up. And then it shows in that because basically when Mass Effect 3 was coming out was when Bioware was purchased by EA, and then Bob's your uncle, there you go. And it's like, he, that's what they fucking do. They, they it's like, it, it'd be easy to go, you know, please don't buy me. Leave me alone. We're not for sale. We're just going to keep making our own games. But that money, man, when you're when you're a game developer, they already, they barely get paid. They work long hours. And it's like, yeah, I can understand that. But it's like, ah, it's fucked up. But hey, that's what it is. And now you got Respawn that made Titanfall 2, which is a game that, and they made Titanfall and Titanfall 2. Titanfall actually did well, and it didn't even have a fucking story. Then they made Titanfall 2, they was like, now we finally got a story. And then EA was like, now we got you. And they, huh? And now everyone's clamoring for another Titanfall, and they're stuck making shit for uh, Apex Legends, which was a really big popular game at one point in time, and now that basically done went down. And they keep trying to do stuff to boost this popularity and keep it going. But, uh, nah, it ain't, it ain't happening. It, it's not beating Fortnite. It really is Like, Fortnite was just, it's catered to, it, it really is catered to dumb children. Uh, I mean, think about the biggest game that was before Fortnite. A lot of people probably don't know, or they can't think of that, but remember, there was a game that was bigger than Fortnite. Do you remember what it was? Well, that, that was, that was, like, there was a game that was the biggest game that everyone was talking about before Fortnite. Do you remember what it is? No, I do. It was Minecraft. Everyone was talking about Minecraft. Have you seen what Minecraft is? Minecraft is literally just, you're, you've got a blank canvas to build with. That's it. And then these kids love playing Minecraft. And then people got famous by playing Minecraft. Minecraft is so boring to watch. <laughs> but people got famous by playing Minecraft. That makes absolutely no sense. But hey, at the time, that's what kids were into. That's what was popular. There you go. Fortnite. In Fortnite, you build shit. In Minecraft, you build shit. It's just an open open canvas type of game. That's it. And again, people are now famous because they play Fortnite. Ridiculous. But hey, 
streaming is and streaming does. Well, that's its own separate thing to talk about, but I'm talking about video games now. But because of the popularity of Fortnite and how much money it's able to make by basically tricking its younger people who play it to constantly purchase stuff for the better equipment, hell, there's so many cases of people losing out thousands of dollars because they were too stupid to tell their kid, no, you can't take my fucking credit card so you can play a game. Bitch, I already bought the game. Just enjoy the game. I think Fortnite is free. So, you just play that. But I need the points, Dad, to get the equipment. And it's like, I gotta go fuck you, sir. Play another game or something. It's like, I'm not giving you money to, to put on this game. No, that's stupid. But nah, like, uh, and then there's, there's terrible incidents and stuff like that happening. As well as you got the randomized bullshit that comes with, um, like, uh, loot boxes. Oh, yeah, for those macro transactions. I don't like calling them micro. They're macro. It's, that's a lot of fucking money that you be spending on shit in games that's basically random. It's like if you're spending that much money, why don't you just give it to me? But no, because you need more money and it makes it random. So, macro transactions. And then you have the incidents of macro transactions and how disgustingly predatory that those things are. It's basically fucking gambling. You're playing a room. You're, you're playing slots. You're playing slots in a video game and that's just fucking retarded. For like five dollars a pop to get a skin it's just stupid really stupid but again that's what the gaming industry has become i was like i understand that all of this stuff is done for money but that's the horribleness of it it's like is this just done for money you could do something that would be great money wise but also make the game a lot better or hell make the game better period then do the predatory shit for the money. But no, 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 no. Uh, that's not, that's not the, that's not the mindset of these people and that will never be the mindset of these people. Hell, now, if, um, if you didn't know, it's something to actually look into. Most of the gaming companies are actually devising, they're getting, and they own patents on AI systems in the video games that will essentially allow characters to be, um, it, it will allow weaker, less experienced characters to be matched up with more experienced characters and then get prompts constantly to buy better or new equipment in order to proceed into the game and be better and whatnot. So the game itself will be pay to win. But if you're experienced, you kind of get less points for doing certain things. But if you're more, if you're, um, I mean, if you're more experienced, you get less points for doing certain things. But if you're less experienced, you get more points. But then, even though you have these more points, you're now put into areas that you're not necessarily able to comprehend or play in. And then they prompt you with, hey, you can't do this, but if you buy this gun, you'll be able to play here. And it's like, oh, maybe I need to buy this gun. That way I can fight to the level that I am accustomed to with my silver ranking. But I just bought this game, but I'm already a silver. There's three ranks. There's gold, silver, and you suck. And now I'm silver after an hour of playing. <laughs> and, and basically, that's a lot of things that they have in mobile games. A lot of phone games do shit like that. It's very predatory, and there's a lot of money in phone games. Hell, a lot of bullshit companies go to EA and talk about phone games. I mean, uh, not EA. They go to E3 and talk about phone games. Now, E3 is a shitty from video game conference, but it is interesting to watch because a lot of people like to introduce a lot of uh, game titles during uh, E3. 
but it, it is a shitty conference because it's not intended for gamers at all. E3 is only for gaming journalists and investors. And they put this shit on all throughout TV. YouTube hosts a special streaming of E3 and whatnot. It's a big deal. And uh, really became a big deal when G4 Tech TV decided to play it live. They, they fucked up a couple of times they did that. But when they decided to play it live and everybody was like, you know, a lot of people tuned in for them doing that. We could just stream this shit. And, you know, and it's like, there's no point in watching it on TV no more. So there you go. But it, it's now, that's the disgusting, disturbing part. I used to look at E3 and was like, ooh, these new games are coming out. But it's like, yo, why would they do this long expose on this one game that, like, I don't really give a fuck about. Like, go on to the next game or something. And then it's like, oh, no, this shit is for investors. It was always meant for investors. It, it was never intended for gamers at all. It's like, gamers might get hyped. And now it's gotten to the disgusting point where they announce a game. And then if you're streaming it, they'll have a button on the side that'll say, get your pre-order for the game right now. Oh, my God. They did that uh, last year. And I just thought that was so fucked up. I mean, ingenious, but still fucked up. Yeah, pre-ordering a game that you don't know when it'll come out, if it ever will come out, but uh, or if it's even finished or will remotely be finished by the time it comes out. Hell, there have been plenty of games that we're told will be released on the PlayStation 3, and then it came out on the PlayStation 4. Thank God there was nothing for you to pre-order, because if you didn't have a PlayStation 4, and you've only played, only had a PlayStation 3, that's all you can afford, that's all you kept. But you're putting your money in to get this pre-order. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Hell, even recently, a lot of games are supposed to be... A lot of games that are going to be released this year are actually were uh, pushed to a later date. And the reason for that is actually because the brand new game systems are about to drop. If you didn't put two and two together for that. But it's like, that was obvious. It was like... Everyone's announcing their brand new system that they're dropping before the holidays, and all of a sudden a bunch of game titles were pushed back to late um, to like later dates. And it's like, yeah, because they also gotta release that game for the other system. So, duh. <laughs> uh, PC gamers, I know you guys are pissed. They have to wait like everybody else, but they can literally play the game right now. It doesn't matter about a brand new console, but up in the graphics and shit. <laughs> uh, sucks to be you. I'm not a PC gamer. I have PC games, but I'm not a PC gamer. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> but it's it's getting terrible. Like it, it it is very terrible. The video game industry is just fucking disgusting. You know, everything that's only promoted are AAA titles. All lesser titles that I actually might seem interesting or pretty uh, neat. I basically have no type of backing or um, anything like that to where it's like they can barely get the games out and when they do they're kind of a hot mess because they really couldn't put in the time and effort that they should have in order to do stuff correctly because eh, they didn't have the time or money to be able to put the effort into it like that and it, it sucks that it's like that but that's what it is uh, and now with these um, predatory AAA titles you got a bunch of games that are now catering to be live service games that are just disgusting and, and a lot of people really don't want to play it or enjoy it. Now you got a game company like CD Projekt Red who uh, made Witcher they made the Witcher series 
and they're um, releasing Cyberpunk. Oh, oh excuse me. Um, tired. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And I really want to play Cyberpunk 2077. I'm not pre-ordering shit. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually a huge fan of Witcher. I thought the Witcher game was dope. It was amazing. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Witcher 3. I didn't play the other two, and I don't care whatever you have to say about that. I didn't want to. I didn't need to. Again, not a PC gamer. We didn't come out on console. I ain't give a fuck. So, I played Witcher 3. I love Witcher 3. That's a fantastic game. That's actually a game where your choices have an impactful meaning to the ending. Please, Bioware, learn from them. I mean, I know you're not going to do anything, but whatever. Uh, and then I'm not going to hype too much on Bioware, especially for like Mass Effect 3, because Bioware made uh, Dragon Age. I love Dragon Age. Again, I love choices. But, um, I digress again. But CD Projekt Red made the Witcher series. Uh, the Witcher games are actually incredibly popular. And now them doing Cyberpunk 2077, that game has a bunch of hype and a lot of hoopla behind it. Got a bunch of people going, oh yeah, this is going to be dope. They got a bunch of pre-orders and shit like that. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. Come on with the come on. And a lot of people are praising it for the fact that it's not a live service game. They're not putting microtransactions in it or anything like that. They're, I'm not sure if they're not going to have DLCs or whatnot. I feel like they would if they felt like adding them on later. Like, why not? They did it for The Witcher. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm not going to buy it when it first come out is because, much like with The Witcher, uh, I didn't get that when it first came out. I was very on the fence with The Witcher. And then when I saw stuff about it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And when I purchased The Witcher, I got the gold edition with all the DLCs, all the bells and whistles. All patches were done. So the game basically ran perfectly on my PlayStation 4. You know, it, it was just a beautiful, fun game to play. I didn't have really nothing wrong with it or anything like that. And I had all the extra content and stuff like that that they put into the game that a lot of people were praising for. And I got to enjoy it at half the price of the of the game if I was to buy it on its own. So, that's another reason why I wait. Because, yeah, it's a smarter thing to do. Hell, Fallout 76, when it first came out, was sold for damn near... $60, $65, and whatnot. It got to a point where now they gave it away for free if you just bought a fucking controller. <laughs> controller's already like $50 on their own. But it's like, please take this game. And then the, the game don't even have this. Seriously, look up what happened to Fallout 76. This shit is hilarious. <laughs> game doesn't have a disc, but it has like a download code for you to download the game online. Now that's just, that's so funny. But, uh, it, it became this convoluted mess. A lot of people are now comparing the gaming industry to the movie industry, which at one point in time, the gaming industry was praised for the fact that it had a lot more freedom, a lot more range, and a lot more things they were able to do without constrictions or uh, a lot of influence by other people to sit there and go, no, you can't do that, you can't do this, nobody will play that, and then it, come to find out when it comes to video games somebody's gonna play something <laughs> and it's like everything you made there's somebody out there who will play this shit hell there are porn games out there somebody will play this shit 
Hey, you ever heard of Leisure Suit Larry? That is a popular game um, franchise. That's just about this weird short dude constantly trying to have sex with different women. That's it. That's that's the whole game. <laughs> and and it's like it, it's incredibly popular. It's insanely popular. But again, I digress. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird that the game industry basically took a turn and has become to what is mostly like the movie industry. Uh, the movie industry constantly has a bunch of people telling you what you can and cannot do. Uh, movies that are promised never get made. A lot of people shell out like half-assed performances just to make crappy-ass movies just for the money of it. And it's plastered in our faces. This is what you need to see. This is what you need to see. And then it's shit. Captain America. The first, uh, the second Thor. You know, that stuff. <laughs> um, recently, uh, what, the Charlie's Angels reboot. Because we, people were told, you need to see this. Charlie's Angels is a thing, but it's like, nah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. And now we have video games that are doing the exact same thing. There's no point in buying a game when it first launches because you don't know exactly what type of game you're playing or what type of hot mess it's going to be. But at the same time, ruins one of the experience of playing the game and just being immersed in that world and not knowing anything about it, which is something that I like to do. But I can no longer do that because I can't, you can't trust these hoes. <laughs> so I can no longer trust a game to sit there and tell me this game's going to have all of this, it's going to do that. Hell, you look at E3 um, trailers for games and you can't trust those because those are actually not real. The look up the original Watch Dogs trailer and then what Watch Dogs actually was when it came out. And it's like, oh, Ubisoft was a bunch of bitches. <laughs> and it's like, they lied to me. And a lot of people thought Watch Dogs was going to be amazing. And then come to find out, it was like, eh. Just, eh. And then they keep making it because it's like, it made money. So they made a second one and now they're making another one. And it's like, yeah, it makes money, but it's just a rinse and repeat, which is now what Ubisoft has been prone to do. Everything is essentially based off of the Assassin's Creed, um... Uh, game mechanics and then they just kind of add other uh, it's either Assassin's Creed game mechanics or Ghost Recon game mechanics and what they do for Far Cry is that they use Ghost Recon game mechanics but they just put everything in a first person perspective I ain't stupid I know what the fuck I'm looking at <laughs> that's exactly what it is uh, and then uh, <laughs> and with Far Cry they get like Assassin's Creed like power so they can see through walls and shit but whatever um, but yeah, it is like that's something that happens. Oh. And in order to get more money or to shell out more copies of the game, it, uh, it's like, ooh, we need to make a game this year, so hurry it up. And it's like, well, we could put time and love into this and make a great game that we can get money off of for a long while. Oh no, fuck that. We need money now. Look at uh, uh, Rockstar Games and Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5 is a game that because of the longevity of the Grand Theft Auto 5 franchise, uh, the Grand Theft Auto franchise, and the time and the effort that they took into making the game, making it new, different, and actually uh, an interesting game, they made all their money back by pre-orders alone. 
like the pre-orders made back all the money that they spent to make the damn game all the years all the time that they spent was now just made back in pre-orders that's insane you know how many people buy a game after it comes out without doing pre-orders a lot and Grand Theft Auto 5 stayed on the shelves as a damn near $60 game for almost seven years that's a long fucking time and even now, Grand Theft Auto Online is still a major player that constantly is bringing in nothing but money to Rockstar Games. And and it's like, say what you want about Grand Theft Auto, the violence, or all the stuff that you're able to do. You gotta respect that. They put time and effort into make that a great game. All they did was add a little bit more to it. Their online came out. When it came out, it was shitty. They started, they kept tweaking it and tweaking it, and then it became gold, and people just loved it. And it, yeah, I, I do disagree that I, I hate the fact that they basically added a casino where you are literally gambling inside of a game that holds no monetary value whatsoever because you're gambling away real-life money and winning game money. That's stupid. You're stupid if you're indulging it. But hey, that's what they're doing to make more money and people are doing it more power to you. Again, Fortnite still exists and people, they, they allow kids to sit there and put in credit card information and their children. The account is assigned to an 8 year old kid and he's putting in a credit card. No. No. Did your mom say yes? <laughs> Send a notification. Yo, did you approve of spending $1,000 so they can get some bits? Isn't that what it is for Fortnite? Bits? Something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> But it's like, and again, going back to Ubisoft, like, hell, look at, um, you know, from, like, the perspective of when you got something that, like, took time and effort to make, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Then after Grand Theft Auto V, they just kept adding on to the online. Then they made Raid Dead Redemption 2, a game that's being praised like crazy, and a lot of people are buying up like crazy. And it's like, hey, you know, if you guys actually take a step back and put your all into making these fucking games, they could come out to be dope. And all these gaming companies are like, no, we got to shell it out as quickly as possible, as fast as possible, in order to make money. You do whatever you have to do to get it done. That way we can release it and get that and get that check. And then it's like, okay. Then they do that and everyone complains about it because it's shitty. And it's like, all right, add on a little patch here and there. Fix what's um, majorly, noticeably wrong. We could have fixed it if we like took our time to make this game, but hey, you know, we need that check. Then after that, I'm gonna shut down this entire um, branch of the company because uh, you guys, uh, you're not making the money like you used to. <laughs> and that's that's all that it is. That's all that it is now. That's that's all it's become. Like I said, you, you look at something like E3, which at one point I thought would like get me hyped for buying and playing brand new games when I was younger. Now I would look at it and I'd go, oh, what is this bullshit? As soon as I'm looking at a gaming company, bring up a phone game, and it's like, who the fuck are you catering to, you sons of bitches? And it's like, everyone that's sitting in these chairs are people who love video games and want to see the next big thing, and they love this um, publisher. But now you sit there and tell them, there's a phone game. And it's like, what? Gears of War has a phone game. Assassin's Creed has a phone game. Call of Duty has a phone game. Which a lot of people say is actually a really good phone game. 
that's weird. Well, mobile game, I guess you could say. I, I just say phone game because that's what it's intended for. It's a phone game. It's a game meant to play on your phone. You play it on your phone. Phone game. They say mobile. You take your phone everywhere. So it's a mobile game. Whatever. But again, the, the industry is basically turned to shit. It, it's so fucked up. And there, there's a lot of people that actually give out a lot of detailed and good information about these video games. Right? Keep you on your toes when you find out about all the terrible stuff that's happening. Hell, uh, Ghost Recon had a huge backlash and made no money um, because of the fact that it promoted and talked about how there were going to be no macro transactions and then, or like, they were going to have a little bit of mac uh, macro transactions and then when people got the game, come to find out the game itself is pay to win. You have to buy certain um, items in the game in order to do stuff in the game. Uh, and it's just like, people were like, I'm done with this shit. And, like, now it's cool that a lot of people are now becoming more aware of this bullshit and they're starting to lash out at these gaming companies because of it. Like, hey, don't don't give me this bullshit. Like, we, we want something different. And then these gaming companies, some of them are starting to crumble. Some of them are starting to change their way of doing stuff. Hell, EA just released the Battlefront Star Wars games and they were like, loot box, loot box, loot box. And that got into a huge thing to where they got put up on legal charges for that shit. And then they released a Star Wars game that was just a single-player Star Wars game with no macro-transactions whatsoever. And it made, it was a huge success. It made a bunch of money. But the game is incredibly short because it was like, we don't know if it's going to work or not. And, like, there, there's literally information of them, like, uh, documents and, like, documentation of them constantly talking about the game going, we don't know if people want a single-player Star Wars game. That's, that's never been done before. Who would ever play that? And it's like, is the Force Unleashed not real? Um, like, Knights of the Old Republic? That wasn't a game that existed? What, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and, and it's weird. Now now the industry is getting to the point where it's like, you got these people who can't relate to the gamers who play the games that they're making them for. And, uh, like, they up to the point where they just honestly, you have CEOs of gaming companies only refer to gamers as consumers. They don't call them anything else they just say consumers because that's all they are <laughs> and then you play their games and it's like this is shit and then you call them out on it and then they're like but this is what our research and studies have shown is what's popular hell assassin creed used to be a, an amazing stealth game and now it's not <laughs> it's an rpg a stealth game that turned into an rpg now it's an RPG that's supposed to have stealth elements, but it's taken out because of the fact that it has RPG mechanics. And RPG mechanics require you to level up, have better weapons. Weapons themselves have a grading system or like their own skill points and whatnot. And there's no point in stealth killing motherfuckers if you gotta have strong enough armor to be able to fight a guy that's basically with, uh, that basically got some Dark Souls uh, type health. With, where's the stealth kill in this? <laughs> Just really, really dumb. Really, really stupid. And it's like, why did they do that? Because they were told that's what people wanted to play. That's what people wanted in their games. Like, no, they just wanted better Assassin's Creed games. And it's like, they ain't what? Nah, nah, nah. They wanted RPG stuff. And, <laughs> and that's what they did. They want RPGs and DLCs and a whole lot of loot boxes. Because, oh, nobody puts baby in the corner. 
I used to love the Assassin's Creed franchise. I, I made a, a podcast talking about how I'm not playing another one. I, the last one I've ever played was Syndicate. And I, I played Assassin's Creed since the very beginning. I was I played one, two. I have damn near all of them. Except for Unity. I don't have Unity. 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 I don't have Unity. And I will never play it. <laughs> Oh, that shit show of a game. <laughs> I'm glad I missed out on that one. I was like, nope, I don't want it. But, it, like I said, it, it's fucked up that this is what the industry is becoming. Uh, to the point where now, like like I said, the industry is so immersed in getting money that they're constantly going, what gamers want is live service games. That's what they want. That's what we need to give them. They want a game that they can play over and over and over again for years. And it's like, no, they don't. No, they don't. They do not want that. A lot of people just want single-player games. If you wish to make a live-service game, that's all well and good. But the thing, but the problem now is that they're starting to use a lot of games that basically already had their own identity as single-player games and turning those into live-service games. And that's fucking stupid. Dragon Age, the next Dragon Age game is going to be a live-service game. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. Because a lot of enough people don't know about it to sit there and tell EA, don't fucking do this. But they're going to do this. And then they've turned Bioware into a shit show. So even if they did make a single player game, it ain't going to be good. So, because most of the people that were backing or did anything with Bioware that mattered are gone now because they had to leave the company because EA fucking sucks. Um, Bioshock, the video games that are actually really really good single-player story-oriented games that have nice twists, nice aspects and aesthetics. The game itself has a wonderful narrative by um, giving you this creepy dark atmosphere, but at the same time having a dope-ass story that kind of keeps you on your toes as you're learning about different things and going into stuff and whatnot. Honestly, I'd say you look at uh, something like Bioshock and it's basically like, it's like a more polished Fallout in a sense of where it's not like this ridiculous survivor thing and you're constantly going around collecting and whatnot, but just uh, an intuitive way of doing like a first-person shooter with powers and um, different uh, abilities and just a wonderful, fantastic story. Uh, and again, never played Fallout, so you know, it might be a harsh comparison, but I'm just saying for like what I've seen, that's kind of what I look at. And it's like Bioshock is like just... I look at Bioshock and I was like, mm, that's dope. When I found out how the story went to the first Bioshock, I was like, my God, I wish I played this before I found out about this. Because that was just fucking amazing. And and I played uh, Bioshock Infinity. And uh, and that's actually and that was a really good game. That's actually a really, really good game. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed that. And it was like now that also is going to become a like a live service game. And it's like, what? And it's like, yes, look that up. The company stated that the next Bioshock that they make is going to be a live service game. And it's like, why would you do that? This game, it, the games were clearly made to be single player. They, they have a narrative. They're a narrative driven video game. They have a story, you fucking follow it. But no, because people want live service, they're going to do live service. And, and it's just shitty ideas and stuff like that. Hell, Metal Gear Solid had a multiplayer game that they created because Konami was like oh people would love that Metal Gear Solid has always been a 
single player story driven game. But hey, fuck what you know. <laughs> it's all about what's making money. Because that's what our studies are showing kids want. And then you got these games that got these such a long backing and a deep history behind them. Uh, fans and a bunch of people playing them. And then their mindset is that this is something a 13 year old is going to want to play. That's our main people that are going to be interested in playing this game. They're like, no, no it isn't. No, it isn't. You can't think like that anymore. You really can't. Hell, if movies have shown us anything, it's like, yeah, the younger audience that a lot of people are trying to get a hold of using movies really ain't something that you should be doing because it's the older audience that makes the movie interesting as well as backing up and keeping the information alive about said movies and uh, characters. And it's like, that's what they love. These people are in their 30s and whatnot, and they have comic book characters that they love, and now that comic book character's getting the movie, and a majority of them are going to go to the movies to see that character. And it's like the other people who go to the movies, they're probably going to go because the franchise of the movie dictates that you need to go see that movie. And that's it. That's really it. That's the only reason that those movies get looked at in the first place. You need the hype of the people who know about these characters to get other people interested in uh, talking about this character. And as long as you stay true to that character, when people do see the movie, they'll, they'll accept it. They'll love it. They'll think it's amazing. So... It's, I, I really, I really wanted, um, want the video game industry to actually do better. Like I said, I'm only, only really game I'm kind of looking forward to is, um, Cyberpunk 2077, and I almost forgot, but the, uh, Final Fantasy 7, uh, game that's coming out, the remake of Final Fantasy 7. I, I know I'm going to enjoy playing that. I just don't want to do the, the brothel scene. I, I don't. I fucking hate that part of the game. Getting Cloud dressed up like a woman? God damn it. And it's like, you gotta remember, this is before this game was considered really good. It was just another Final Fantasy. They didn't know it was gonna be that good. Fuck. <laughs> and I, I've seen the new trailer and it actually showed the part and him wearing the makeup and everything. And I was like, oh my God, this is, uh, I don't wanna do this part. <laughs> it's really it's really a ridiculous part of Final Fantasy VII, but, uh, <laughs> they have that, but it's like, that's really the only thing I'm not looking forward to playing this game. But I, th that's the only game, those are the only two games I can think of that actually make me want to play. That actually are interesting enough to where it's like, yes, I can play those games. And the fact that they got pushed back, because I know for a fact that they're going to be on the uh, higher systems. They're going to be on the next PlayStation, the next uh, Xbox. And it's like, yeah, I now I'm even in a longer waiting game, much like when I got my PlayStation 4. I waited, because when systems first come out, they're always shitty. You kind of need to wait till they fix them up a little bit. Um, but I waited until I started playing games in order to truly enjoy them. Because I couldn't. I really couldn't with um, You know, you can't, like, not playing on a 3 or anything, like PlayStation 3 when basically a bunch of games are coming out on the PlayStation 4, and I don't have a PlayStation 4. And it's like, that game, that system costs over $500. And it's like, well, I'm not about to shell out $500 just to play this game real quick. And it's like, I, I'll, I'll wait until the system drops in price. Which they do. They, they, they tend to. Uh, you wait till Black Friday, you, you tend to get real good deals on game systems. Uh, 
You wait a year, and then on Black Friday, and I promise you, you those are the best time to rake in to get a game um, a, a brand new system. And I still have games on the PlayStation 4 that I haven't even beat yet. Hell, games that I've played that I've only, like, uh, I've just spent a fraction of a time to play them. And it's like, well, now that I'm grown, you know, I have less time to play games. I'm, I'm working, I'm doing shit. But still, the fact remains, you know, it's like I'm not going to shell out all this money for a brand new system when I know the steps that I need to take in order to get the system at a cheaper price, as well as I have nothing but patience to these brand new games that I'm barely able to play anyway because I'm so fucking busy. Um, but, you know, and it's like, it, it's, I have a nothing but a matter of patience when it comes to playing these brand new games. And I know for a fact I'm not going to play Final Fantasy VII or Cyberpunk 2077 for a long, egregious time. And while I'm doing it, I'm just going to make sure to not look at anything that'll spoil anything that will give away stuff that I kind of generally would be interested in. Hell, then by that time, if I get stuck playing the game, I'll have a bunch of walkthroughs to help me out. Yay! <laughs> like, hey, where do I get this secret? Oh, you get this secret by going over here, take three steps and a quarter, and there you go, baby. Oh, thank you, baby. And that's it. You know, by that time, hopefully YouTube don't shut down or implode it on itself, but hey. That's, uh, again, another story. <laughs> so, again, I, I just wish that the industry did a lot better. I, I want more games that are actually interesting. I want, I long for that feeling of seeing a game uh, get announced, and I'm just like, holy shit, I, I'm about to cry. Like, this game is going to be so amazing, so much fun, so dope, so great. <laughs> but... That, that, that feeling is gone. There's nothing to that now. Everything is just a sequel. That's a shittier version of what it's been a sequel to. And now all uh, industries think that live service is the way to go. And it's showing that it isn't, but the money is telling the money otherwise. And the problem is, is that you got these big businessmen who aren't able to see that. The money is telling us this is the, this is the way to go with these video games. But no one's playing the games to give us money in the first place. So obviously, something is wrong. Like, there's something burning in the kitchen. I just don't know what. <laughs> and that's basically these people's problems. I, I, I hope that they figure out a way to fix it or do something about it soon. But, hey, I'm kind of I'm giving these guys credit where I know they're not going to be able to. Because they can't. Yeah, they can't see past their own bullshit, so... And their bullshit is coming right out their mouth. <laughs> so, hey, that's just what it is. I feel I feel so bad for the game industry, because it's like I have... You know, it's like I, I'm, I'm myself, I'm, I'm a creator. I got video game ideas that I want to make, but it's like, who exactly would I turn to to get this video game designed and published? Because every company is shitty, and it's like every small company is getting bought out by a bigger company, and it's like they're being got their noses to the grindstone to push out shit and it's like I can't trust these people with something that I would love and I want to put care and, and affection into but again that's just I guess the time will tell exactly how I, how that'll transpire on a later date but with that I'm going to end it here uh, it was just me ranting again but my name is uh, Daniel Flame. it's been fun with Flame, and as always I hope you have fun um, if you are interested in learning about anything else video game related, 
uh, by all means, please uh, look up some guys that I go to for video game news all the time. I'm just, just shamelessly plugging in their stuff because I, I, I enjoy looking at their things. Um, upper Echelon Games, Upper Echelon Games, that's, that's YouTube. Go to YouTube, they're on YouTube. Upper Echelon Games and Legacy Killer HD. Uh, as well as uh, It's a Gundam. Well, it's a Gundam's a culture critic, but still, just look at his stuff, he's hilarious. Um, but yeah, just shamelessly plugging these guys. And again, uh, these guys, um, Carpet Comic is coming out soon. I can't wait. Can't wait. It's almost finished, people. But we will be at Atlanta Comic Con on uh, the end of July up to August 2nd. So it's like July 31st to August 2nd. And so if you wish to see me in person, I'll be at Atlanta, Atlanta Comic Con uh, doing a These Guys booth. And um, yeah, I'll be selling my comic if you want to see the stuff that I'm into. So I'm just showing, I'm um, putting that out there. But all right. All right, that's it. Bye. I love you, bye. I love you so much. I just can't let you go. You hang up. No, you hang up. You hang up. All right, fuck this.